Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totri. Yeah, you are. Joined on this somber Thursday. Why is it somber? I don't know. The weather is a little... I mean, The the weather's beautiful. No, it's perfect, but it's a little gray outside, so I can... It's so we're not somber. Gray Thursday? Maybe like a... It's a dude. Yeah. Mm. Subdude? Subdude. Subdude. <laughs> Joined by a couple dudes. Just a, just some bros. Shane Diefenbach. Yeah, I am. Sean DePaz. Yeah, he is. Gentlemen, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy. Lunes, martes, lunes, martes, miracles, miracles, jueves. Happy jueves. <laughs> a, you really have to sing the whole sabado, song? Jueves, lunes, sabado, domingo. Dude, days domingo. of the week in Spanish go way harder. Yeah, yeah. Domingo, a lot of things go way yeah. harder. Than, almost every language goes harder than English. Airplane or it's aeroplan, I think. Uh, or or there's bus or autobus. <laughs> autobus. What's your favorite Spanish word? Uh, uh, probably uh, Probably Wednesday. Dude, Domingo for Sunday goes pretty crazy, yeah. to be honest. Um, there's, oh, man, I don't remember my my Spanish. Oh, Balancesto. Oh, Balancesto for basketball. Oh, okay. um, Biblioteca. Biblioteca for library. For library yeah. um, that's a good one. I also like Nagic Queso. It's just like you yeah. got a queue in there. It's pretty pretty nice. Yeah. My favorite? I like Jugar. Huevos Rancheros. Yes. That's my absolute favorite. I'm going to play it on here just because I know that the, the computer is going to say it funnier than I can. And it's muted. Yeah. yeah. I was just Try about to say. execution. And now. Sacapuntas. Yeah. Isn't that pencil something like that? Pencil sharp. Pencil sharp. Yeah. Uh, what is pen? Is like pluma, I think, yeah. which just goes hard. PHNX Spanish. Welcome show. into Duolingo. <laughs> I'm a Rio for yellow. It's crazy. Um, let's talk foosball for a quick moment, shall we? Or as they say in Spanish, football americano. Attaboy. Mm. Attaboy. Because uh, there is a football game. Going yeah. on Saturday, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, they're 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 better than us. They yeah. on paper, but look, I'm gonna they tell don't have you on him on what on they don't have papel him? on papel and papel, but they, and don't papel. Have <laughs> they, don't, they don't have u c l a. I think mm-hmm. that is that is right. I can remember l. If you didn't know, uh, number ten UCLA comes to town, and they're gonna be taking on, on an tempe. ASU team that is, I feel like a big question mark still at this point. Yeah. What's the question? I don't know. I was saying. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't know what ASU team you're going to get. Right? I know he wasn't asking yeah. what is the question mark. He was asking how do you say question mark in Spanish? Here you go. Oh. Signo de interrogación. Okay, wow, that's a lot for a question mark. Yeah. A sign of interrogation. Okay. <laughs> Great <laughs> band name. Are we yeah. done? Are we sign done with interrogation? Yeah, we're done with that Spanish now. Hard. for now. Tune in on Friday for more dwelling. Dorian Thompson. What's DTR in Spanish? Is the last thing. De te yeah that sounds about right nice well versed well equipped i took a few years of spanish Mm. um so i feel like the big story going into this game isn't what it has been over the course of the last few weeks in terms of like the quarterback competition or sean aguano really having enough time to prove himself as a potential future head coach this i feel like for the first time in the month and change that aguano has been the interim coach feels like the discussion is Let's play like it's football now. Yeah. Like, no, there's no more excuses. You've got your quarterback. You've had time to adjust. You've got a ranked team coming to town. The last three times a top 10 team has come to Sun Devil Stadium, they've lost. Okay. Yeah. 
Do you actually have confidence that this defense I 100% yeah I what, can do that Clarify for the listeners the last 3 times a team has come to The last 3 times that ASU has won the last 3 times that a top 10 yes. team has faced yeah. the Sun Devils at Sun Devil Stadium Yep I just do you really will you have I you really do have the confidence that, that I 100% because yeah. for me at this point the offense is not what I'm worried about Here's what I'm worried about exactly how about 224 yards of rushing per game by UCLA Yeah, yeah that, that might be 300 Yeah and Second by the way, rushing attack in the conference By the way um, I mentioned this to Shane earlier. Nessa Jade Silvera is tied for the most tackles among defensive tackles on run plays, if, which is a little bit of a niche. If he chases stat, down DTR on any play, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, it should so, be an uh, automatic win. Yeah, it yeah. should be like catching the golden, Go snitch. golden snitch, the golden yes. DTR. Yeah, um, maybe DTR is a snitch. Mm. You know what they Nessa's say? going to have to give him stitches. You know what they say? Yeah. Um, it, you know. You know, <laughs> I don't have faith in this defense, though. Like, I don't think they're going to be able to stop DTR. Okay. If the offense can manage to keep pace, then maybe something can happen. But I don't feel like if ASU wins this game, I don't think it's because the defense just plays out of their mind and slows DTR down. Like, I think it's either because UCLA's offense just sucks magically, which I don't think you can bank on, or because ASU's offense managed to improve on last week and they kept pace and then they get something to go their way. So... DTR is not even the best rusher. No. When it He's comes the X to Factor, UCLA. though. He is the X Factor, but Zach Charbonnet um, is their leading rusher. 964 rush yards, Jeez. 10 touchdowns on the ground this season. 10 touchdowns is tied for second in the conference. Um, we talked about it on yesterday's show with Bo Nix leads the conference in rushing mm-hmm. touchdowns. Dog. Which is Speaking wild. of Bo Nix, that's your path to victory. You got to get a Bo, Bo Nix. Throw five touchdowns against UCLA, you win the game, apparently. So, do you, so is because yeah, Charbonnet's stat line against Oregon, twenty carries, one fifty-one in a touchdown. Yeah, so he runs against everybody. Yeah, it's not necessarily. Oh no, you know who heated up against Oregon? Mister Bobo. Bobo heated up. Yep, hundred one and a touchdown on eight catches. I hate Jake Bobo. Hate him. I don't feel good, man. <laughs> Why? Talk <laughs> about. To him. Let's have game. a little group therapy. I mean, here. like I just said, I just don't have any. The defense kind of got picked apart by Colorado last week. Like, yeah, the, how good the offense was, I think, kind of overshadowed how bad the defense was and what, like, the fact that that game was even close, which it should not have been. I, in case you didn't know, UCLA a wee bit better offensively than Colorado. Yeah. Um, so I don't have any reason to believe that the the defense hasn't looked good. Well, here's since Aguano's taken over. Here's so. the thing with UCLA: you can beat them in a shootout. You can. That's, that's it's possible. So that's what I'm saying. I, but I, I just, I don't, that doesn't make me feel comfortable. Like I don't want, Yeah, I, but that's the only way, Sean. No, I know his way. And <laughs> I don't think it's completely out of the question, but I did like, yeah. if you're asking me, Oh, the way you win this game is by Trenton Bourget outplaying DTR. I'm going to be like, yeah, ASU's probably not winning that game. Um, Which again, I based off of that is fair. I feel like based off literally any information that we have and all of like this, the, the games that we have watched, I don't think there's any reason to believe that ASU is going to win this game on DraftKings. They think that UCLA is basically two touchdowns better. They're 11 point favorites. Sounds right. At ASU over under set at 66. Love the over. Love it. Yes. Same. Lots of points. Inject it. ASU is plus 330 on the money line. Okay. Well, I do want to get into the reason why I believe that ASU will win yeah, this go game. For it. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell everybody about Four Peaks because got some big news. We're teaming up peaks? with Four Peaks. Four. Nice. Uno, dos, tres, Uno, cuatro. Dos, cuatro Peaks. They host all U.S. and Mexico World Cup matches at their 8th Street Pub. You guys can enjoy beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances, 
and more. Check the link in the show notes to register for free. I know I'm looking forward to that. Watching some World Cup soccer, mm. eating some chicken tendies. World Cup soccer is such Top a slept tier. on. Top tier. Like, yeah, it's Okay, different. so you you went to a Catholic private high school, right? I did. Yeah. Did you do summer school at all? Uh, no. Okay. So I did summer school every single year up until my, until my senior year. Right. And on two occasions, the, it was absolutely beautiful, right? Because we had four hour classes or a four hour class for, for summer. And when the world cup was on, oh my gosh, that saved me so much time. I didn't pick up anything that I learned in chemistry, but it killed four hours. Yeah, that was me with Olympic hockey in high school. Mm. We'd watch Olympic hockey. I'd be sitting in Spanish class, and that's why I don't fully remember the alphabet. Olympic hockey, world juniors, anything that has to do with teams competing from different countries. Yeah, players. Any sport. That's why I love the World Cup. Yep. And Uh, the World Cup is also awesome because you have, like, soccer fans are just a different level, especially since we're so close to Mexico. I know we're doing U.S. and Mexico games at Four Peaks. So to be around a bunch of soccer fans you know for an environment should, like that would be awesome. You know who should uh, who should play on the on Mexico's defense? Hmm. Um, what's his name? Oh, wait, he's not he's not from Mexico. Never mind. Forget okay. I said anything. Maybe he is. Let me check. All right. Okay, you do that. I'm gonna tell Sean over here why I believe um, because history matters a little bit. Mm. Okay, it does. At least. Hey, did you say 21 plus? Drink responsibly. Uh no, but there you go. Twenty one plus. Yeah, we should play on uh, Ecuador's defense. Who? Oh. <laughs> Cheeto Vera. <laughs> you know, should, Ooh, Brandon Marino. Oh, Canelo Alvarez should play on Mexico. And Brandon Marino. Yeah, there you go. Brandon great, Marino. great secondary. Yeah. Oh, no, I was thinking. I was <laughs> <laughs> great back line. Great back line. Yeah. All right. Why do you think they should win, Toadry? You know, I'm. I'm. You know. Now you're interested in getting any action. History matters. Okay, I said it, and Sean clearly doesn't believe it, but it does. Okay, so the most recent taste that ASU fans have got of a top 10 team losing at Sunnival Stadium was none other than Justin Herbert's Oregon Ducks. That was one of the most fun games I've ever watched. I was hammered. It Hmm. was a Pac-12 after dark game. Okay, ASU had the 10th worst offense in the conference. Okay, now they did have a little bit of a better defense. They had a fifth best defense in the conference. Really good Pass catchers too. Yeah, but still, tenth overall best. And Oregon had the second best defense and the fourth best offense. Okay, Oregon was was number six in the country, twenty nineteen. Okay, so ASU had no business winning Mm -hmm. that game. The week before, they lost to Oregon State thirty five thirty four. Oregon State was not a good team at that point. They go on obviously that game was in Corvallis. That game was in Corvallis. They go on to win thirty one to twenty eight at home against Justin Herbert's Oregon Ducks. Jaden Daniels threw for 408 yards. Eno Benjamin had 114 yards on the ground. And Brandon Ayuk went stupid for 161 through the air. Yeah, yeah I mean, the 81 a, yard game winning touchdown. Gay throws for 400 yards again. X is rushing for over 100. And Badger is catching over 100 yards. The game's going to be interesting. That is for sure. But my point there, right, is more so that this ASU team was not supposed to win that game. Mm-hmm. They had a bad team. Going to that point, they had players like ASU does now. Okay, now back in 2017, they beat number five Washington at home. This was a Washington team that was in the thick of the college football playoff. Okay, this is an ASU team whose offense ranked in the middle of the conference then, and their defense ranked toward the bottom. I believe they had the eighth best defense at that point in the conference. 
Okay, so again, they weren't supposed to win. Washington had the best defense in the conference. At that point, they had one of the best defenses in the nation. Okay, their offense wasn't phenomenal. ASU wins that game 13 to 7. Okay, another game that they had no business winning. Let me pull up the stats. Manny Wilkins was the quarterback. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Manny Wilkins led ASU to beat a top five team. That was a disgusting game, 13 to 7. There was only seven points scored in that second half. Washington scoring, they're only seven in the fourth quarter. Okay. Manny Wilkins, 245 yards through the air. Demario Richard, their leading rusher, had eight carries for 23 yards. Hmm. Okay. Sometimes college football doesn't make any sense. Can you name the starting running back? You're not not allowed to on Washington that year, 2017. Oh, I know who it was. This is fun. Oh, man. I definitely know who it is, but I can't. Former Miami Dolphin. Might be still, might, might still, still be there. Be I'm, I can picture. Oh no, I can picture. I, I don't know who it is, but Miles I can picture. Gaskin. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I could. That team is so weird. That team is so weird. fraudulent. <laughs> Did they make the college football playoff that no. year? They have before, though. ASU stormed the field after that. The last, the last game I've got for you. Okay, this was back in 2014, a while ago. I actually went to this game as a kid. Um. ASU against number 10 Notre Dame at Sun Devil Stadium. It was a day game. Taylor Kelly was the quarterback. DJ Foster was the running back. Um, Notre Dame, again, a top 10 team. ASU was ranked number 11 at that point, and Notre Dame was number 8 at that point in the, in the season. ASU wins 55-31, to 31, okay, against, again, I know they're both in the top 25 at this point, but Notre Dame was the better team. Taylor Kelly, 224 yards through the air. DJ Foster, a buck 20 on the ground. These are not games that ASU should win by any figment of the imagination. That 2014 game is that one that you're like, okay, it's a little bit of the outlier because ASU was a top 15 team at that point. The others, ASU was a middle of the te- middle of the pack, Pac-12 team, with a underperforming, take your pick, offense or defense, with the other one being middle of the pack. UCLA is due for a loss. I mean, that part I agree with. I would agree that they're due for a loss. Why are they due for a loss? Because they're, I still, they're, I still think they're fraudulent. But they just lost two weeks ago. They're due for a loss like they're this. Due for they're an due upset. for a bad loss. An upset. Yeah. Because the Oregon was favored in that game. Uh, please, I know. You remember Bo Scarborough? Yeah. Yes. Because I'm looking at when Washington played out. What about Dante Pettis? And the, in the semi, start naming random. Oh, I was thinking about this here. Well, Bo, 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 Bo Scarborough was the offensive player of the game for Alabama when they played Washington in the college football playoff. Like, what year was that? 2015? 2016. 2016. Yeah. December 31st. Yeah, 2015, 2016. 20, no, 2016, 2017. Oh. It was December 31st, 2016 that they played that. All game. I'm trying to say is weird things happen at yeah. the stadium. No, I mean, it's night. college football, <laughs> right? And it's going to be weird, but I just don't. I can't predict them to win. Like no I, can't, I, I can't have this confidence that you seem to have. That a top ASU. 10 team hasn't come to Sun Devil Stadium and won in almost 10 years. Remember the last time I gave you a stat like that? The whole Stanford going on the road yep. and you guys looked at me like I was crazy? Yep. Didn't you, but you also, like, you can't just sit here and pretend like every time you make these claims. No, 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 I'm not saying. No, 100%. Because there are games that I pick where they should win and they lose. Or where they should lose and they win. Like, that's 100% the case. I'm not saying I'm over here perfect. I'm just saying, when you go back to numbers... You know what scares me? What scares you? Is is this. Is 
when we talk about there's a chance there's there's the there never is we have to be like there's no chance there's no way and then they'll win that's what i'm saying so I would, I, just, it's better it's better to be told you they're not gonna win right okay <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> um yeah it's for uh, listen if it goes good it goes good but the reality of it is is you shouldn't expect this to be anything but ugly from an ASU perspective. I mean, if you want to walk in with that, but I will, I will say, stroll, buddy. I will say that like, I, I do have essentially the same expectations. Like the, what, what ASU's offense did last week, I expect them to do again this week. Like, Oh, you see, UCLA's defense, like is not very good. They're 68th ranked in, in the country in defensive efficiency. Like ASU is 81st for comparison. So like, these are not, we're not getting two great defenses here. Um, so hopefully Borgay can go stupid again. We can get maybe another big Jalen Conyers game. Um, but defense is what worries me. Um, I just don't know if there's any. If they can, if it, I think this is the kind of game where if you can force DTR to make one mistake, like one big mistake, you pick them off them like that, then things change drastically. Because I feel well, like they that might off be Herbert twice. Yeah, game. I feel like that might be the margin for error here. Is like if if one team can get make a mistake or make a stop, then. That team has a pretty good chance of winning. Amen. I'm excited. We'll see. I think I think 100. This is a, a very winnable game for ASU. I wish. I desperately wish that I could go on Underdog Fantasy and play see higher lowers for ASU players. They're not set yet, but well, I bet Elijah Badger is like 75 now. You think? Yeah. I would still take the the higher on yeah. that. Like last week, the over or the higher 51 and a half, I think it was, was free. That was absolutely free. I hit in the first quarter. So, so. Ugh. Such a bummer camping on that here. But look, there are a lot of underdog fantasy. Don't blame underdog. Blame, blame the federal court. That's true, too. Don't blame the state court. A lot of pickums rivals on underdog fantasy that you guys. But they need to make it federally legal. <laughs> yeah. But yes, the state court could. Can choose to pick. You can search in the app store. Click the link in the show notes. Sign up with promo code PHNX. And underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdog fantasy. Promo code PHNX. Get in on the action today. Any LSU versus Bama, Jaden Daniels higher than 215 and a half pass yards, higher than 34 and a half rush yards. Love the higher on rush yards. Uh, Saturday at 4 p.m. our time. Mm. Um, I love the higher on rush yards because I feel like that motherfucker's going to be running for his life. What is it at? 34 and a half. Yeah, but Bama's defense, not not horrible. Yeah, but that's kind of my point. I feel like Jaden's going to have to be running for his life. He's, he's obviously athletic. Like he can make plays. He all he got to do is bust a big one and mm. changes. Mm. You know what I'm looking forward to most on Saturday? What's that? Is my burrito express breakfast yeah. burrito? Yeah, because it's become a staple and tradition for our Saturday post games. I feel like, or at least watching the ASU. best hungover food. Yeah. Also, reheats pretty well unbelievably well i was not Put like that bitch in an air fryer I, oh my whoa, god okay i see you i wasn't prepared for all that but like i i just i've had a couple situations where you know i get two i bring one home later i put it in a microwave a microwave that you bought for the sole purpose of, of, of heating up burrito, burrito express, express and burrito. is the only thing i've used that that microwave for i think i've used it like three times and all three times have been to reheat burrito express that's incredible look our friends at burrito express are on a quest to hit 3000 twitter followers we're teaming up with them on a giveaway to help them out make sure you're giving them a follow on twitter at burrito exp and ourselves at phnx underscore sun devils and when you do that you are going to be entered for a chance to win a burrito express shirt sticker and a voucher for a free burrito. 
I I want to talk about college football on a little bit of a bigger scale Ooh. here for a second, okay? I know the other day we talked about the Pac-12 in terms of their percentages to have a representative in the college football playoff. As we know, the college football playoff will be expanding at some point in the near future. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So after the, the first rankings went out, Fox College Football tweeted out what a college football playoff would look like with 12 teams after this past week. So and I didn't understand this. What didn't you Why understand? is, are they assuming Tennessee wins? <laughs> what do you mean? Why is Georgia the five? Yeah, they must be assuming that Tennessee wins. That's so weird. I mean, why would you? Why wouldn't you just put out the current rankings? It I don't know. No well, again, this is this is. I guess because they're both in the SEC, so it wouldn't be able to. But like, wait. So I'm confused. What what is the so, conundrum here? Yeah. So there's a 12 team bracket that Fox College Football tweeted out. Okay. Okay. Um, but, which again is not necessarily the well. Tennessee play. is the highest ranked. I know. I know. But but they're assuming. I think. Whoever wins the conference. Yeah, yeah. No. Wait, yeah. what is that? No, that makes complete sense. Tennessee's the top. Oh, 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 that's right. Because the new college, the new, four, have, yeah, the, the, first, the the power five conferences get buys. Yeah. The top, oh, yeah, the top, yeah, yeah, the right, top right, four, right, four, right. four yeah. power five. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah. I understand now. Well, thank you for yeah, helping you understand because awesome. now I understand. Um, so I want to go through some of these matchups. Okay. And I think some of them are funny. Some of them I think would be interesting to see. Okay. Okay. Starting with number 12. Does anybody know they what would this play number five? Would be they would play five or no? They would play the top ranked. They would play five. Twelve plays five here. So that's Michigan. No. Well, Michigan's the, f- the fifth ranked team. Yeah, but but oh, but yeah, they're see. Oh man. So the 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 buys in the situation so are Tennessee, Georgia's five. Ohio Georgia State. Georgia is five. Georgia's five. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, two, is this... it Tulane? It is Tulane. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> number five, Georgia. Dude, Tulane's Wait, kind what? of a wagon. Oh, do group of five teams get? So how is Tulane in there? What do you mean? How are they in there? How Tulane is the nineteenth ranked team. Oh, then they mu- it must be group of five. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. Then I don't either. But can you tell me that wouldn't be? Hilarious? That would be great. Would it? So yeah, seventy six to three. What would be the open? Yeah, what would be the spread on that game? Fifty nine. Can you imagine a fifty nine point spread for a college, a college football playoff game? So yeah, I mean that one, not great. Um, that kind of defeats the whole. But hey, he would have the greatest upset of all time. Like instantly, if Tulane won that but game, it would be the greatest upset. That's like when people point out, oh, some of these college football playoff games would be ugly. This is what they're talking about is when you get a. Well, you know what else is ugly? Like one that. versus 16 matchups in, in March Madness. You know what, also, what else is ugly? One versus four matchups. Do we not remember what happened no, to fair. Michigan last year? Like it was terrible. That's or no, fair. Michigan was the three. Yeah. Weren't they? Yeah, oh, it was two oh, and three. It, the one so, four game was better than the two three. The next matchup would not be 11 6. wasn't close though. 11 6 would be Ole Miss in Michigan. Which I, I feel be like would be that's uh, an all-time head coach matchup. Yeah. Harbaugh versus that'd be a Kiffin. fun game. Do you see Lane Kiffin the other day when he was yelling at the Texas A&M yeah. players? He was like, "Go fake an injury." <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it was hilarious. But that's a I game that Lane I could Kiffin. see an eleven winning. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I mean, it's it's all because like, the, the, the thing about this is that like Ole Miss is a very good team, but they also play in the SEC, so they're going to have losses. Like yeah. they're going to have a, a good number of losses. Um, what are they right now? Eight and one. Yeah. Next matchup would be number ten LSU, Jaden versus number seven Alabama. Before we get before we get this, is LSU being overvalued at ten? I think that's what they actually. I think so. One hundred percent. Are they being overvalued? I don't think LSU is the tenth best team. Who have they beat? Yeah, I think so. Probably. I think I think it's the Brian Kelly effect, but and the offenses looked really good. 
Yeah, I mean, Jaden's been awesome. Like, I'm not trying to take anything away from Jaden. I just don't think they deserve to be 10. Dude, I think Clemson to but fall again, off the face of the earth. they got a huge matchup this weekend. If they beat Alabama, they can shut me up. Oh, yeah. If they beat Alabama this weekend, then I think they shut everybody up. And I think Jaden shuts everybody up at that well, point. I don't think Jaden should have to shut everybody up. People shouldn't be talking about Jaden like that yeah. right now. He's been awesome. Yeah. I this is This is a fun matchup, which would pretty much just be a repeat of the Pac-12 championship. But you've got number nine USC versus number eight Oregon. So how the fuck does that make sense? How does that make sense? Yeah. Why are they why are they in it? What's the group of why is Tulane in it? And why are both of these two teams in it? I don't understand. I mean, we could do a little research. Okay, well, we do that. I'm gonna tell everybody about more furniture because <laughs> they're providing my ass with a comfy chair right now. Ooh. Look, you guys can spruce up your home, your apartment, your living room, um, kind of like Sean did with more furniture. Fact. You could do so during their fall sale at morefurniture.com. Plus, you're gonna receive a hundred dollar gift card for every thousand dollars you spend. Look, guys, they're giving you money for spending money. Do it. Yes. I love it. Do you have an answer now? I do have an answer. Let's hear it. Um, the top, the six highest ranked conference champions and then six at large bids. So looking at the current rankings, it would be. Uh, then why is this two lane? Because they would be, when you look at how it breaks out, breaks down Tennessee, oh, the SEC highest ranked, ranked conference, conference champions. champions. They would be the highest ranked. Mm. They would be the six highest ranked because you have yeah. Tennessee win the yeah, SEC, yeah. Ohio That's State so win the fun. ACC. I love that, to be honest. It's going to be Because weird. now, because at this point with Tennessee and Ohio State, Tennessee, Ohio State, and Clemson right now are the three highest ranked from different conferences. So Georgia would be at large. Michigan would be at large. Alabama would be at large. TCU has a buy that in this. Yeah. Cause they're the, they're the seventh ranked team, but they are the fourth highest conference champion in the PAC 12. And then Oregon would be the first ranked would be the fifth seed. Right. You said Mm-mm, Oregon's eight or no. Yeah. Wait, what? I don't know why the, again, I think this is assuming that, but conference champions should get or, a higher Oregon rank. would be the fifth highest or the right now they would be the fifth highest conference champion because Tennessee would win the SEC, Ohio State the Big Twelve, Clemson the ACC, TCU the Big Twelve, and then Oregon would be the fifth highest conference champion. So they would you would think be five. five. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Or no, I don't think that's how I think probably there's a four the top four champions get a bye, and then from there it's just in order yeah. of the the at large yeah. and conference champions, but Oregon USC, who do you guys pick to win that game? Oregon. Oregon. It, okay. it well depends on who if they're playing as well as they have. I, yeah, I think, I think they're the best team Nicks. in the pack. Although it's not close right now. Postseason Bo Nix, the idea of that I terrifies know. me. <laughs> it yeah. terrifies okay, me. Okay, well let's go through it. Luckily, right? we won't ever have to see that. So no. we've got your Next you, year we you've might. got your winners from the games we picked. Okay, so know, you'll have actually. number five Georgia against number four TCU. Georgia. That is see, there's a problem because you're not going to tell me that Georgia's not the best. Like, are you? Yeah, I think the Georgia team? would be favored in that game. No, duh, they would be. They would blow out TCU. Yeah. Would they? They would kill them. They would put up. They that game would look like. Also, would look TCU like, minus nine and a half this week is a lock. Are they Tech? Play? Tech? Uh, hold on, I want to find the line. I feel like they might. Play but that Texas would be Tech. a fun game. I think that would be a fun game. I don't think it'd be fun at all. I really? think it would look like. I you think, think it would it'd look be like more Georgia fun. You think number five Georgia and twelve yeah, Tulane eight and a half at home against Tech. No, I don't think that would be fun either. I think I, Georgia is too. This is my biggest problem with the CFP thing is that Georgia is far too good to not have a first round buy. They are probably the second best team in the country. If they're not the first, but if they're yeah, not the best just, team in the country, that's just the SEC. No, I know, but I'm just saying with the, this college football playoff setup that we're talking about, Georgia is at worst the third best team in the country. Yeah. At worst, and they'd be the fifth seed and have to play Tulane. So we I say Georgia a, wins that then. Uh, yes. Okay. So then you've got number one Tennessee versus number eight Oregon. 
and there might be 200 now, points scored. Now that that's that a great game. is a great game, a tremendous game because that that what the that game's one of the trenches. Also, a. if Bo Nix decides to stay, which he should, well, he has another year left. <laughs> and what is what are the odds that this is actually going to happen next year? Like. I know, I know they're talking about it. I know that they're next trying year? to. They're trying to. I don't to think it'll be next. Yeah, I don't think. I don't so think it'll be. Yeah, that's fair. I but. think they said they're doing it. It'll when the current college football um, contract is up. Yeah, it's planned for twenty twenty six originally, but I had read that they were trying to. Speed the committee was trying to speed it up, but I doubt it would be for next year. It would probably be. There's just so many moving pieces to that. I feel like. Yeah, but that Oregon Tennessee game would be electric. Right. Yeah, I think that might be the best game of the college football class, honestly, because. Uh, I mean, yeah, with the way Bo Nix and that offense has been playing, it's just been unbelievable. It would be the best, not the best offense that Georgia's played because they play Tennessee this week. But otherwise, it might be the best offense they play. Okay. And then you've got number, who do you, who'd you guys pick to win the Michigan Ole Miss game? Uh, uh, Ole Miss because Michigan yeah. is okay. fucking Michigan. You have number three Clemson, who I think is fraudulent at number three. Yeah, I agree. Uh, versus sucks. number 11 Ole Miss. Dude. A game that, Lane again, Kiffin. I think Ole Miss can hey, no. win. Hey, no. Well, Lane Kiffin, he, he, so but if that happens, if that he, happens, you get a lifetime contract. <laughs> if that happens, eleven over a three, that yeah, immediately, that is worth it. oh, one hundred percent. Then yeah. everything that we've talked about, yes. all the bad games, whatever, yes. is immediately worth. I it. think if Tulane is within a score at halftime against Georgia, <laughs> the, the, the tournament is worth it. No, but seriously, if if you give me a reason to think that Tulane and Georgia is actually a competitive game for even half of that game, I'm gonna be like, oh shit, this is why we do this. Yeah, it's just like college basketball. They just need one. All yeah. it takes is one. I, absolutely. Then you have who you got Alabama beating LSU, right? In the seven ten. Yes, presumably, but I guess we'll see what happens this weekend. Hey, and then you get then you get a fun matchup. Then you get number two Ohio State, number seven Alabama. Oh. And this is a matchup. What I like about this is these are matchups that normally in any other format you would only ever get in the one championship game. Yes. This is a matchup you get to decide who goes to the semis. This is this is this is Bill's Chiefs last year in the divisional round. Yep, this it's, is so awesome, man. I, I think this is this is why I've been so on board with the well, same, because expansion. because you guys have heard my gripe. I've been on this since since I started watching college football. Like when I was in high school, I never really like was a huge college football buff because I just thought the games were meaningless unless yeah. you're a top two team. Like it just didn't matter. And yeah. then the college football playoff happened and got a little more fun. But again, like bowl games mean nothing to me. I don't yeah. care about those. They're stupid. Yeah. So this makes everything so much worth so much more worth yes. it because teams like Oregon this year yes. who have a seven percent exactly. chance but are still a fucking wagon and are really fun to watch. They have a chance and there's reason to play. Like sure, you can say pride in all of this and yeah, ooh, we want to win the Rose Bowl, but who really cares about that? Yeah. Like sure, the players do and there's pride and like you know school tradition, but. Not this means something. Well, yeah. Being a champion means something a lot more. Yeah, that's what um, that's my big thing here is that. With the current format, Oregon is getting punished for having a very difficult week one. Like yeah. the most difficult week one in America, I would probably yeah, argue. Yeah, 100%. Like they're getting punished for that. Now they would be rewarded for it. Like, you're, oh, your only loss is to maybe the best team in the country, and you have you, you are a one-loss team. You're still in the tournament. And you have a chance to rectify that. Or yep. if you get lucky, you don't have to play Georgia at all, and you can win a national championship despite having a loss at the beginning. And I think that's how it should be. Teams should not be punished for having harder schedules while USC is out here playing fucking Rice in week one or week two yeah. or whatever and it was. And this would also get and rid of the – Fucking yeah. SEC crap where you yes. play three bye games at the start of the year and all of a sudden yeah, you're number two. Yeah, Alabama's in the middle of the season. They're playing fucking Georgia Western Southern Polytechnic <laughs> University College. And it's like, okay. Now, Georgia Western Southern <laughs> Polytechnic University of Co- <laughs> University at Buffalo College. <laughs> yeah. 
well, State University things, of New York at the University of Buffalo. One of the things that I like in this format that you, you don't get in the current college football playoff format, unless you're in the SEC, is you get the chance for rematches. Yes. Right. In this scenario, Oregon could eventually wind up playing Georgia again, which in any other format you're not going to get unless Oregon magically finds their way to number four. Because with that one loss, there's no way a, a one-loss Pac-12 team is higher than any than a number four seed. Yeah. Versus a Georgia team, which at that point is probably undefeated, one or two maybe if they win yeah. the SEC. Yeah, and also you get the chance to like you see it with the SEC, uh, whatever. But otherwise, you don't get a whole lot of situations in which you're getting massive rivalries in no. the college football playoff. Because like when the Pac-12, for example, they're only ever getting one team in the college football playoff. Same with the ACC. The Big Ten can get two. But otherwise, that's it. Like the the Big Twelve, the SEC, or the the Big Twelve, the ACC, and the Pac twelve are only ever getting one college football playoff team at most in the current setup. Yeah, and in this now, format, you get two. Yeah, now you can get it. Uh, not that Oregon USC is like this massive rivalry, but the reality is, is that with the way that the Pac twelve looks right now, there's a chance you end up getting UCLA USC in the college football playoff, yeah. and that shit would be electric for the conference. Um, no, I'm just so excited for expansion. It's gonna make it's gonna make postseason. The the more bowl games you can make mean something better and i think it's gonna be yeah gonna be i do awesome. agree and also like sugar bowl and stuff should stay that's yeah. another thing we didn't talk about they uh, are some of these games at on campus how yeah, so, how is the expansion yeah, so the, right? first the first round, round is on campus on the right? dude dude some of them are gonna be electric could now could you imagine if they did it where the top six ranked conference champions made the playoff and or were the first succeed so then tulane was hosting like fucking alabama at for in the first round of the college football playoff. Well, some of this some of this stuff is is going to be super fun because a lot of these major New Year's Six Bowls are a they're either in a dome or b they're in places where weather doesn't necessarily matter. But USC would have to go up to Eugene. That's in January saying. or Ole or Miss would December. have to go to Michigan Ooh. in January or See, December that, that the game entirely. Because do I think that Ole Miss is probably a better team than Michigan? Yes. Is but Ole Miss a better team in the snow of Ann Arbor, Michigan? That's I what I'm know. saying. Is some of these games would be so yeah. much that fun. Is, that is if the U comes back, Michigan going to Miami yeah. in the hot in the heat, or, yeah. or in the especially more heat. Not, if they if that game ends up being a day game and they have that Miami shit where their sidelines 20 degrees hotter. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, saying. it's still December, so it's not going to be that crazy. But yeah, no, it'll be fun. I'm excited. I'm all in for this. Get get Notre Dame there, and now it's like, and it's also like. When you're a school like ASU, for example, to bring this back to us, that this, something like get this gives you a little more hope, right? Oh yeah, like you, oh, like yeah. you, you have a reason to think that like you just need one or two things to go your way, because and you're in a college football playoff spot all of a sudden. Like like a couple years of JD, like you you know you get hot, you start the season like with a couple good wins, and you're ranked, and but in the back of your mind, like yeah, we might be number eighteen in the country right now, but this means nothing. Even yeah. if we run a perfect slate, like. It's going to take a lot. Well, I mean, look at Syracuse right now, for example. Yeah. They 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 lost to Clemson, and with that loss, their season was essentially over in terms of trying to make a college football playoff. And then they went on to lose to Notre Dame, obviously, and then Which, their season was definitely over. But if you lose to Clemson in that, that situation, you're Syracuse, then you play Notre Dame, and it's like, okay, now we got a taste of losing. Now we're playing for our season. If you beat Notre Dame, you still have a chance to make the college football and playoff. And if you look like kind of like you guys have said, right, you lose one game in this current format, and your season is all but over. Especially yeah. depending on That's who you are. Like you look at Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. yeah, Oregon is perfect case in point. A team that I think, and we all agree, is the best <gasps> team in this conference. Breaking news on Sunday: I'm not James Harden. He's out for a month with a foot, a right foot tendon strain. 
James Harden out for a month. That team is so tragic. Yeah. Well, Joe Joel Embiid's coming back. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It they don't. They don't know how to play defense. Right, to cut you off. It's just slightly relevant. Thirty-one a night, and they're going to give up one hundred forty points. <laughs> what was I talking about? Uh, you're talking about Oregon. How uh, you don't get punished well, for only having one loss. So yeah. Current so. format. It's it's over. Whereas yeah. like now you're like okay wait we can and obviously you don't want to go into the season with the idea of like okay two games is what we can lose but in this format you're able to lose two games and you're like okay we can still make the college football playoff yeah what right? i'm not looking forward to is fucking notre dame having a easy ass schedule at some point and i do want to address this because notre dame has gotten a lot of shit over the course of the last whatever right their schedule is is one of the toughest schedules yeah this year it is very hard you I look at know. who they they opened up with Number two, Ohio State. Obviously and and I mean, it, 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 I, I don't know, just for a point of information, I guess. Like, you look at their schedule before the season. Like, they have a game against Syracuse that was not supposed to be a big game and ended up being a beat number 16 Syracuse. Very big game, yeah. Beat number 16 BYU. They've got Which, number four Clemson. Okay, but you're listing three teams that I think you could argue are pretty fraudulent. Clemson to a lesser degree, but Syracuse and BYU especially is a fraudulent team this year. They were 16? Yeah, so Michigan State was 12. And then they got number nine USC at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean that's a real game. So those are a bunch of like those are some tough schedules. Yeah, that no, they got. Just yeah. saying. Um, last thing before we get out of here, do want to tell everybody. Actually, two last things. Um, want to tell you guys that you still have time to go get your ticket for our first PHNX Suns takeover this Friday, November fourth, at the Ainsworth across from Footprint Center. You guys can enjoy a ticket to the game against the Trailblazers, plus two free beers, an all-you-can-eat buffet giveaways, and more. There are less than 20 tickets available, so act fast. Check the link in our description to get yours today. We were just talking about the Trailblazers before this show. Um, They're a fun team, and the Suns are, I feel like despite everyone's thoughts at the start of the season with the offseason, they're one of the best teams in the NBA right now. From a record perspective. Yeah, from a record perspective. And I mean, they're playing pretty good basketball. They're, they're, they're yeah. one of the most fun teams in the NBA right now. They can't defend for shit, but okay. I, there's no good teams in the NBA. Um, <laughs> last thing. Utah Jazz? Last thing on the college football playoff. One thing I think that isn't getting enough attention in terms of what a 12-team playoff could do, right, is I feel like a lot of kids and recruits want to go to these big-time schools, Alabama, Georgia, yep. whatever, Ohio because State, because they, they, the they, they want to play in the college football playoff. This format definitely gives other teams a chance, I feel like, for some top recruits. Fucking Tulane would be in a Tulane would the green be in wave. A college football playoff. The Green Wave. The Green Wave would be in a college football playoff. But it allows schools, especially Pac-12 schools, whereas like Oregon, USC, USC, obviously is not going to be in the pack much longer, but allows some of these schools that wouldn't necessarily make a case for yeah. a top five, top ten player in the nation because those guys are just Bread to go to Alabama and Georgia. Bread. It gives them a chance now to have some of those top tier guys. It separates competition. And years after this expansion happens, maybe Georgia, maybe Alabama, maybe LSU doesn't look like the same giant that it was. Or maybe some of these other schools at least can go toe to toe with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 100%. something that I don't feel like gets enough attention in terms of an expansion. But that's all the time we have today. Uh, we- one more thing. Yes. Family weekend this weekend at ASU. Ooh. Fantastic. Really fun. Ohana. Um, if you, Ohana weekend, yeah. Yeah, if your family's coming, have a great time. Show them around. Go to the game. Cool. But also, Ohana on the field. Really cool. If you haven't seen that yet, check out Sean Agono's Twitter. It does it's look amazing. pretty cool. So far. pretty cool. So exciting. He keeps making the case, man. 
case mm-hmm. might be solidified if you win on Saturday. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deefen. You can follow Sean Deposit at Sean underscore Deposit. Expanding as always. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll see you live Friday at 2 p.m., but enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Peace.